0: Hello and welcome to Business Barbells and Babies. This is the podcast where we will go far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Ro Hawley and I'm going to be sharing this time with you. We're going to be jumping into the real life shit, the struggles, the challenges, the real conversations that we need to have in order to not only navigate through the industry, but thrive and make a fucking killing. Let's have some fun. Hello, hello, wherever and whatever time you're listening to this episode. It's a Friday night here in Melbourne um, and it's stinking hot. It's been like 44 degrees today and I've had a long, long day. Um, you know, I've been trying to entertain my toddler who very much wants to go outside um, with inside activities. So, man, I'm just wrecked. So it's really nice to just sit and breathe and have an opportunity to record this podcast um and have some alone time really so yes it's it's good to be here tonight so tonight's episode um i wanted to i wanted to record this one now because it's you know it's coming to the end of january 2020 and i'm finding that this comment this theme is coming up quite regularly um, given that there's a lot of people right now that are really wanting to focus on health and fitness related goals. So the name of the episode and where we're going to take the line of inquiry or the line of conversation tonight um, is body composition goals are not the devil. So what does that mean? What are you on about Ro? Um, I'm going to jump straight in and kind of give you some thoughts and insights around what's been happening with this theme right now. So every single week, you know, I I speak with a number of ladies that contact us about training. Um, And as part of my systems and as part of my um, onboarding systems, I will, first of all, have a phone consultation with someone when they send through an inquiry. And I think this is really, really important because I want to know who she is, um, what it is she wants to work on, what she wants to chase down. And, you know, obviously, if we want to make sure that we're a good fit for both of us. Um, So I do have a conversation with her and, you know, I, I do that every single week. And this comment and this kind of topic is coming up time and time and time again. So what do I mean? Now... When I'm having a conversation with ladies that inquire about training, you know, they start to make comments around their goals and it's very much veering in a direction of body composition goals, but it's like they are feeling embarrassed or ashamed to admit that they have got body composition goals. Now, I can pick up when I'm having a conversation and the types of questions that I ask, um, you know, if there is some kind of underlying goals that are associated with body comp. Now, when we say body composition goals, that can be things like building muscle, losing weight, losing body fat, anything that obviously they want to aspire or they want to achieve in regards to their physical appearance and the composition of their body. And, you know, I'm finding that they are saying to me that, you know, they're kind of darting around the conversation and that can obviously be a combination of things, you know, I haven't met the person before, it's the first time that I'm often speaking to them on the phone, so it can also be, you know, a bit of trust and a bit of rapport, Um, but as we go through the conversation, and these usually take around 20 to 30 minutes, um, depending on that person, as we go further into the conversation, we do start to naturally like loosen up together and, we start to get through to some real stuff. Now, when we get through that conversation and we're getting more towards the end and they feel comfortable with me, they're often telling me that, you know, they, they're they hearing that they should just be comfortable with their body, um, they should accept their body for the way that it is. And because they're seeing all these things around body image and loving your skin and loving the skin that you're in, that they are telling me that they, they're feeling ashamed that, They actually want to then change their body composition. And when I hear this, um, you know, I'm just obviously, when, when I'm hearing this, first of all, it's about making someone feel comfortable. Because at the end of the day, if someone wants to change their body composition, there is nothing fucking wrong with that. And I think in, you know, society now and lots of stuff that's going through social media, there is such a big push towards positive body image which is fucking awesome because you know the body that we're in is it's the only body we've got um the way that we look is not an indication about who we are as a person the way we look has no standing about you know our personality or who we are or it doesn't define who we are and that is such a big push on social media right now is to love the skin you're in and be 100% happy with the way that you physically look that I'm also finding that if someone does have body composition goals because they're seeing all this stuff they do feel like they they often can't be honest about it because they're hearing these other messages of going okay cool well I should just be happy with where I'm at I should you know love my body where I'm at and let me tell you that that doesn't happen straight away. It's very much a fucking process to get there. And, you know, I wanted to record this podcast and, and take you through some stuff that I've been through to show you that you can have body composition goals and you don't have to be chasing, you know, changing your physical appearance out of punishment, basically, Okay. So, I've been on both sides. Um, When I first got into the fitness industry as a client, and also when I got into the fitness industry first as a trainer, I was like, all I trained for was to look smaller, to be more, you know, quote unquote toned, to have less body fat, to have more muscle. Like, that's literally all I trained for. And the way that I went about it was very much from a punishment point of view. I was basically busting my ass um, to burn as many calories as I could and literally feel like I was exhausted after every single workout. And that was the aim of the game and that was the drive behind my training and It was not a good space at all. So I was only training to lose body fat, to change my appearance. And I was eating and, you know, the way that I was eating was supporting that as well. I was eating so little. Um, I was really, really trying to cut calories. It was really that skewed balance of how many calories can I burn like what's the most amount of calories I can burn and what's the smallest amount of food that I could eat and that's what I did for a very long time um I first started training in like a commercial gym when I was living in New Zealand at university And it was the same thing. Like, that's how I got into the fitness industry. First of all, as a client and as a consumer, basically, was to go, hey, you know, I want to solve this problem I saw, which was the way that I looked. And in my head at the time, if I could change the way that I looked, then that would give me happiness. And obviously, like, that's that's not going to happen. Like, just changing the physical appearance is not going to give you happiness within and that, but that's how I started in this industry. And it was, it was a number of years where I just kept training, 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 killing myself, eating small amounts. And it was an awful experience. It didn't, it didn't make my, it didn't change my mindset. It didn't change the way that I felt about myself I physically looked different, you know. I was the smallest that I'd ever been. Um, I was fucking tiny, actually. I had my body fat was reducing. I was building muscle, but it didn't make my happiness. Although it didn't make my self esteem or my self worth increase, it actually made it fucking worse because I wasn't addressing the underlying thoughts and the underlying um, feelings around what I was doing. Okay, so I've been there. I've been on that side. And it wasn't until I had a real like fucking rock bottom moment that made me like see the fucking stuff that I was doing. And that was when I was actually in powerlifting competing and I had done like a massive weight cut, which I talk about in like episode two, I think, um, I'd done a massive weight cut and it was only till I got to that last part where it was like 4am in Canada, ready to compete on the international stage that I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I had to have that moment in order to see the shit that I was doing. But for many years, like that was only in 2015. So it's only five years on from that. Um, I'm 32 now. So you do the math, you know, throughout my early 20s and my my teens, it was very much driven from the, from the space. And I did a, a whole heap of work to get out of that space. And the way that I was able to do that was by employing And um, including performance-related goals in my training. So when we talk about performance-related goals, that's things like technically getting better with the squat. Um, It's about increasing the weight on the bar. Performance-related goals can be, you know, things like if you're a runner, uh, running a certain distance for a shorter time. Um, It's making the same weight that you've done before move faster, more, more efficient, so it's the things that we physically do with our body. And, you know, if you think about what I just said in regards to me being in powerlifting, like that is a performance-related sport. It's a strength sport. And I still was training for punishment even though I was in a strength-related sport. So let me tell you now that it do, it didn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen overnight as soon as you employ a performance-related goal because that is fucking – that just doesn't happen. But the more that we start to employ these performance-related goals and you know, really, truly start to celebrate what our bodies can achieve, it's a fucking process. And that's what happened for me and that's what happens for a lot of our clients that we train at BBB. So performance-related goals are really important and that's one of the things that we employ with our ladies at HQ is finding goals that are relevant to them and finding goals that give them their training purpose and that resonates with them so for example like I compete in powerlifting squat bench deadlift performance related goals for me is increasing my one rm my pbs at the end of the day that's the performance related goals that I enjoy that's the training that fucking gives me life right but that's not necessarily the most relevant performance related goals for other people obviously because I have a gym that is created and that is built on the principles of strength training a lot of our performance related goals with our ladies are very much focused on strength training otherwise they wouldn't be with us if they wanted to have things like um you know running goals or endurance-based goals they would likely go somewhere else because that is not the training modality that we specialize in so even though I have PB goals and, you know, I really want to focus on maxing out my lifts, they might have goals that are different. It might be to be pain-free when they're squatting or to have consistency within their training or to get full depth on a squat. So you just have to remember that performance-related goals can be different within a strength training realm as well. Now, as I've continued to go through powerlifting and as I've stayed through powerlifting through the years, um you know, the stuff that was going on with my body and the thoughts that I had going through my head as I just kept focusing on performance-related things, um, it just kept pulling me forward, forward, forward. It just, it was the catalyst to keep moving through it and it was the catalyst for me to start confronting my own shit, okay? Now, now with where I'm at, um, training for aesthetics the way that I look has been a non-event for a number of years now now what I mean by that like I I care about my body and I care about what I eat I care about how I fuel my body and how I nourish my body and I care about my training and you know my movement and I I care about these type of things and it's not to say that the way that I look is irrelevant The way that I look is a a byproduct of the way that I train. So I don't necessarily have goals that are like, hey, I want to look like this or, hey, I want to focus on, um, you know, like losing body fat. It's more that because I have such heavy powerlifting goals and such heavy performance related goals, that's the only thing that I think about. In my mind now in regards to my training and the way that I look and, you know, the physical appearance that comes is literally a byproduct of my focus, my attention, my efforts in my training. Okay. So I still very much give considerations to my body, but it's not the major thing that's driving my training anymore. And if we compare that to what it was, it was like complete fucking opposite. Now, right now with my training, I actually do have body composition goals. And, you know, what that means is that I want to get stronger. I want to increase my squat bench deadlift and I want to be able to execute that on the platform and get a better total. Now, I want to add more muscle to my frame in order to support those performance related goals. So that does mean I have got body composition goals. I want to physically change my body. I want to increase muscle mass on my body. So what that means is that in order to increase that muscle mass, you know, I need to eat in a surplus. I need to be pushing my training in order to have that stimulus in order to produce that result that I'm after. But you know, when it comes to thinking about these body comp goals now, it's geared towards a different energy and a different focus. And it's not from that space of punishment. So, You know, when we think about body composition goals, it doesn't always have to be that we're training to change the way we look because we hate the way our body looks. That's not how I train anymore. I'm training to build more muscle, you know, to have bigger foundations on my frame so that I can potentially push more weight. And that comes from a space of fucking empowerment. And that comes from a space of, fuck, I, I really want to chase down some really awesome goals this year, right? So I think it really needs to be said that if you have got body composition goals and it is from a space that you know it's driven by some unhappiness and you know that it's driven by some feelings of not feeling fucking happy in your skin, then guys, gals, like it's okay. It is fucking okay to be in that space because we don't all wake up one day and going, okay, cool, I've got performance related goals now and it changes overnight, and the way that we, you know, the, the energy that we bring to our training is different. It doesn't happen like that. But on the, on the same token, if you're feeling like you're in that space where you are unhappy in your body, like, I fucking get it because I was there for so many years. And the advice that I can give to you is that really have a look to employ some performance-related goals in your life because that just gives you something else to think about and it gives you something else to chase and, you know, like drive your energy towards. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to have those thoughts. And it doesn't mean, like I said, that it's going to go away overnight. But as we just keep showing up week to week, month to month, and we start seeing these things that we're achieving, it's like habit-based stuff, right? Like when it's when it, when you think about like a habit that you want to get rid of... The way to think about habits is that you don't want to just go, I need to change my habit. You want to focus on creating a new habit that is something that's proactive and that's going to push you forward. And eventually when you have this new habit, you're going to give so much life to this new habit that it's eventually going to overpower the old habit that you want to get rid of. So don't think that you have to change the way that you feel and change these thoughts instantly because that's not necessarily going to happen. But what you can do alongside that is employ these things and include, these things in your training and as you keep gaining steam and gaining interest and seeing like the milestones along the way you'll see the positive like the positive evidence to show you that fuck you are doing some really good shit and you can see these things that your body is achieving and it's not necessarily to say like before you know it ta-da things have changed but As you just keep going through, through the months, through the years, you'll get to a space that it's like, holy shit, like it's not, my thoughts are not 100% consumed by the way that I look anymore. So this is what we do at HQ. And this is why having these goals in place is so, so important because it can redirect your thoughts, which can obviously redirect your feelings. And ultimately, like you can change the way that you're living and you can change the, the course of your training as well. So I just wanted to, like, I hope that makes sense. Um, And I hope this is, you know, like, I hope it's resonating with some of you guys because there is no shame in wanting to change the way that you look. There is no fucking shame with where you're at. Don't feel like you can't say these things. Don't feel like you have to shut them down and going, okay, I should just therefore love my fucking body. This is where we want to get to. We want to be in a space where we can love our body and love our skin, however it looks, but it it doesn't happen overnight, okay? So I hope that gave you something to think about, Um, and I would love to hear what kind of performance-related goals you're focusing on as well. All right, guys, till next time. Bye. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you got some good stuff out of this episode and you're ready to take the learnings and apply it to your own business. If you want to get in contact with me, send me a message through Instagram or send me an email, Rasheen H on Instagram or Rasheen at barbellbabesbrigade.com.au. Speak with you soon. Okay, bye.